Jacob Wilkins back on our pregame show with Matt Winokur. Matt, thanks for the time. Absolutely. Pleasure to be here. We were talking defense just a few moments ago, but let's start actually hitting-wise. You mm-hmm. told me about being an on-base machine. That's your, your focus is on base. Yeah. Tell the audience, take us through that thought process. Yeah, that's really at the core of um, my game offensively is getting on base, whether that's getting hits, drawing walks, or hit by pitch. Just I, I really appreciate how important it is to get on base to give my teammates a chance to drive me in. So whether or not I feel really good swinging the bat, I feel like if I can draw walks, be a tough out, that I can help our team score runs uh, in a variety of ways. So that's really what it boils down to. How has it been starting the year at Brooklyn, coming here, going up to Syracuse, coming back? What have you gotten from each of the levels? Yeah, great question. Uh, it's been an exciting year for sure. Um, and it's really given my wife and I a chance to lean into the unknown of the minor leagues where you don't, you don't know where you're going to be tomorrow. You know where you are today, and that's about it. Um, so, yeah, I've, I've taken things from each of the levels, working with the different teammates, different coaches. Um, I enjoyed spending some time in AAA, being able to pick the brains of guys like Cameron Mabin, who's been in the big leagues for a long, long time. Um, so I just, wherever I'm at, I try to learn what I can from my coaches, my teammates, take what I can from other people and fit it into my game, all trying to be the best player that I possibly can be. Are you a guy, is it just you're at the ballpark, you're locked in, or do you find it interesting to go to different parks, different cities, um, across different levels? I'm a total baseball junkie, so um, you could say I don't really have an off switch when it comes to the game. Um, I love watching the game. I love watching Major league games will often just turn them on at home at night. Um, so I'm I'm a total baseball junkie. So will you go? You know, you're gonna read the history. You go into a park. You know, see 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 the different dimensions. Walk mm. around. Maybe not. Tougher as maybe much. in COVID maybe, protocols. Maybe, maybe not as much uh, the history of the ballpark itself, yeah. unless um, it's particularly old, like Asheville, North Carolina. Asheville's a great city with a super old ballpark, and I, I love playing there. It's mm-hmm. also a great place to hit, so uh, <laughs> Asheville is, is really cool historically. Um, but I also love a lot of the, the new ballparks that we go to or that I've played at throughout the year. Um, Greenville, South Carolina, that was week two of the season. Um, really great ballpark. But generally I'm more interested in the players and studying hitters in particular. Who was the hitter that you looked up to as a kid? As a kid, well, when I was really little, I grew up watching Barry Bonds from the Bay Area, and so it was almost a, a nightly ritual, if you will, that I'd get to watch Barry's second or third at bat right before my bedtime. So I'd just <laughs> beg my parents to let me stay up to watch Barry hit, and then I would go to bed uh, like, like an obedient child. Yep. Um, but as I grew older and really, really grew into loving the game and studying uh, different hitters. Some of the people that I've loved watching are Joey Votto. Um, I love Joey Votto's uh, diligent approach to hitting and how um, methodically he goes about his work, his preparation. Um, I love the way he talks about um, building his swing throughout the season. And I, I recall there have been a few years where Joey Votto's gotten off to some slow starts and um, people will start panicking a little bit, asking him, you know, Joey, what's going on? Are you going to going to pick it up and he'll answer calmly and say, I believe one quote of his was, 
you don't build a Ferrari overnight. <laughs> I'm paraphrasing, yep. but the idea being uh, that Joey's going to maintain a really diligent focus to his craft, and that in time, that will that will show on the field, and by the end of the year, things are going to look really good. So I've really taken inspiration from the way that he gets on base, the way that he just goes about his work, um, and there are numerous others. Um, but those are two that come to mind right away. Tell me, growing up in California, mm -hmm. was Stanford always one of the ultimate spots to get to? How did you end up there? Uh, it was the ultimate spot. Hmm. Um, both my parents went there. So I grew up going to Stanford football games and cheering on Stanford athletics. Um, and knowing that I wanted to go there well before I even knew what sport I wanted to play. Wow. Uh, as a kid, I played basketball, football, soccer, baseball. So. Stanford was, was the goal in the dream long before baseball really came into focus as the pathway. Did the reality live up to the dream? Uh, it, yeah, but it was different. Um, I got to campus as a freshman, and uh, it was hard. Uh, academically, getting used to the rigors of college athletics, um, you know, having, hearing everything about it from my parents, further you get away from college, as I'm sure most college graduates would agree, you tend to look back on it with a little bit of rose-colored glasses. Mm -hmm. You forget mm -hmm. uh, about those all-nighters studying and what, what it feels like to uh, have a class just really, really challenge you. And the memories of the great times with friends, relationships build, those things come into clearer focus. So I think I got there and, and found, gosh, this is a little harder than I was expecting. I was hoping this would be... Uh, all sunshine and roses, but it was extremely rewarding, and by the time I left, I felt the same way that I, I think my parents did. I had a tremendous experience at Stanford. Um, it's where I met my wife, and she. so now we're, we're doing our journey through baseball together. Um, my wife and our one-year-old dog. Yes, who's been a star here. Yes. Uh, you know, you, you bring up Brooke, and, and I imagine, talk about rose-colored glasses, everyone goes, geez. And you are lucky to get to play this game Absolutely. for a living. But there's sacrifices made. And without prying too much, I imagine that, that there's always a balance of, of, you know, open communication. It's where she's traveling to all these places with you. Absolutely. I mean, it, this, this lifestyle exacts quite a toll on our spouses um, because she has to make a ton of sacrifices. Um, for one, I spend long hours at the field, six days a week. Uh, we show up to the ballpark at 1, 1.30 for night games, and so that's these are regular 10-hour days uh, with a ton of travel, and so it requires a lot of sacrifice from each of us who is fortunate enough to have a spouse on this journey with us. So I am extremely, extremely fortunate um, that my wife Brooke is so supportive. Um, she's she's in it. She's in it with me. We we look at this journey as you know, this is where for right now God's called us to be, and we're going to go do it. Each of us to the best of our ability, and we're going to see where it takes us. And so far this year, that's been Brooklyn, to Binghamton, to Syracuse, back to Binghamton, and we're really really grateful to be here right now, and also recognize. We might be headed somewhere else at any moment. So we just we try to be grateful for each day that we have, recognizing it is a gift. And while there are many things about this lifestyle that are challenging, ultimately we're really fortunate. And 
we are just we're living in that sense of gratitude and trying to attack every day and just with the best that we have. And really, it's, it's we. This whole journey is, is us together. It's it's not about me. It's this is us because we're we're married and this is just that's what you do. What's it like to have Quinn with you on this journey? Yeah. Oh, it's awesome. Um, to think back to our, our time at Stanford, if somebody would have said, you know, you two are both getting a draft on the same team and spend, you know, however many years it's been now playing ball together, I, I think we both would have looked at each other and gone, no way. Like, really? It's cool. I mean, it's, it's fun. We've been, we've been doing this together for a long time now, so it's, it's a lot of fun to have a, a friend and a great teammate in Clint here with me. Yeah, and you guys were drafted the same year, right? Yep. Like a round apart? Two, two rounds apart. Crazy. Yep. Tony DeBrell was drafted in between us. Right oh, in the Tony. Future. Yeah, he yep. always gets in the way. Yeah. <laughs> Matt, thanks for the time. Always appreciate it. My pleasure. Thanks for having me.